That was a big time Andy move with me. I forgot to record. <laughs> All right, now we're starting. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Dan, we have Wampus, and we have Esai76. Hi, everybody. Uh, thank you guys for inviting me. Very kind uh, of you guys. I really appreciate it. Yep. Hey, I have a question. Is Esai short for Esaias? How did you know? Uh, Spanish was my uh, major, so. Sounds like somebody uh, spent some time in Mexico. I, I did spend some time. It was a, it was a good time. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, Isaias is the uh, Spanish name for Isaiah. Uh, my my wife, my wife, she uh, she shortened it to Isai. That's cool. It's unique. Uh, you know, when she's uh, when you hear your name yelled at, at the mall that she's that it's uh, for you. Yes, usually with a lot of terror, but yes. Isai! Uh-oh. Now, does your wife call you Wampus? She does. Um, sorry, that was a question for Isai. Oh, okay. uh, yes. uh, Only on Fridays. It depends on uh, which Friday. All right, fine. Wampus, you can answer. On role-playing Fridays. Um, my wife does. Um, in fact, when... Uh, we got married and she used my 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 government name uh she she said it almost mockingly because <laughs> it was funny for her to call me that so yeah before i knew you very well i would occasionally go into your your store and uh and you weren't there and so i'd say uh yeah it is um here <laughs> and she you're looking for one sorry yeah. It's like, yeah, I if you ask for a Steve, she might think you were like a, a cop or a creditor. So she would say, I wouldn't, I don't know anyone like that. <laughs> hey, let's, let's, uh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Welcome to, welcome to Not Spiral, the Thought Spiral recap podcast. I'm Wampus Reynolds. And I'm Dan Wade. What is Thought Spiral? You may ask. I'm not sure why you're listening to this if you don't know, but Isai, why don't you give us your description of what? Yeah, I like that. Is. Well, Thought Spiral is honestly still my favorite podcast since the pandemic. I'm a pandemic listener, uh, and uh, I've I find uh, both of these guys who talk about who are both stand-ups and in in general in in uh, showbiz. Uh, I find uh, Josh to be sort of like my big brother I want to impress. Uh, <laughs> and Andy as uh, a really incredibly nice guy who is so generous uh, with with his thoughts and his feelings. Uh, if if because uh, I've noticed that if I've written something, uh, he'll, he's the one to respond with positive thoughts and feelings. And I really appreciate that. And if I find that not, not only because it was directed at me, but I find it very generous of him. Uh, and, and I, I love that about them. And by the way, I wonder if any of you guys thought if I had an accent and do I have an accent? 
Well, I'm going to talk about uh, a little exchange we had because for some reason, when you had started asking questions um, and you said you were the Mexican, I automatically in my head put you in Mexico City and that uh, you were a, a, a Chilango and that you were Mexican. But you are, uh, you're an American, were you born in the United States? I was. I was born yes. in a, a border town. So I'm as Mexican as I can get without being in Mexico. Okay. So extended family. So yeah, uh, but then I, I said something about that to you, and you said, "No, no, no, I'm you know, I'm, I'm a United States guy." So I would not call you the Mexican of Thought Spiral. So there you go. Well, it it used to be something else, but I stopped saying that word. Oh, okay. Uh, as for the accent, I'm not sure that I'm really the one to judge because I. I walk around thinking that I don't have an accent. And then whenever I call the best show, Tom Sharpling makes fun of my accent. And he once called me Matthew McConaughey Jr. Because, because of my drawl. Well, I, I guess there is a drawl, but uh, I don't detect an accent in the drawl. Uh, if I may say, my my wife that's number two for this podcast my wife three she uh she mm. is from huntsville so i spent oh two years goodness. in huntsville myself yeah okay uh you're going to uh, I, I know that you're new to zoom uh, but there's a little button in, in the bottom called chat and if you click that uh, and type your wife's name then i'll see if i know her because that's that's the glory of Huntsville. It is just big enough that there's a decent chance that everyone knows each other. You, I don't think you do, uh, because she's a slightly older than me. Uh, and if I'm going by your uh, screen name, seventy-three. Yes. Yep. You're not the same age as she is. But I I'll, I did ask her about it because I had to go like go and say you know I'm I'm going to talk to somebody about you and. Is it okay if I say this and that? Uh, so she does not know, uh, but uh, let me do it here in the chat. And if it's not too personal to ask, what high school did she go to? Because that will tell me a lot about her. It's not too personal because I don't know. Uh -huh. I don't. She's mentioned it, but I, I don't remember. Fair enough. All right. So what? attracted you to Thought Spiral in the first place? Were you a mystery science theater guy? Were you a Kindler guy? How Both. did you find the show? Both. I'm a big fan of MSC3K, number one. Okay. The big, one of my biggest influences. And uh, number two, I was a big comedy nerd, especially in the 80s. I would record everything on those eight-hour SLP tapes, yeah. VHS tapes. I would record everything and have a uh, I still have some bits in my head that I remember from back then um, like uh, Scott uh, Scott LaRose I think it was did an awesome comedy bit about uh, uh, Abbott and Costello in Afghanistan I gotta stand you gotta sit down uh, some of that stuff is still stuck in my head from way back then <laughs> that's great yeah. I don't do the voice. 
We should probably talk about the test show. What was this test show number? 270 was it 276 it uh it what was that yeah 276 that yes in fact that's why we invited Eastside 76 oh look at exactly. that exactly yeah uh-huh. i i've got to say right off the bat we have a huge piece of news from Ian that he is finally watching get back Yes. Could not yes. be more proud of it. I, I'm excited about this news. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping by this week he will be all done and he will uh, be effusing about it. This will be the best. Have you seen Get Back, Isai? Yes, I yeah. devoured it. I, I love the Beatles. Mm-hmm. I have yeah, not a single bit of it. Wait, say that again, Dan? I have not seen a single bit of it. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! Yeah. Um, well, well, you know, I am knee deep into season three of Great Canal Journeys, which is okay. The greatest television show ever. I want to talk to you about this, Dan, because I saw you uh, talked about what did you call it the most relaxing, or what was your? Yeah, I, I think that's probably the word I used. That it's the most relaxing. Show. Okay, so I started watching this. This is not the most relaxing show I've ever seen, because there's this humongous subtext of a, of a poor woman, uh, you know, slowly succumbing to Alzheimer's, <laughs> and then in the second episode, it's about the the terrible, um, uh, chilly relationship between a a father and his son. Now, <laughs> Now the, I guess, the footage I guess of we relax in different ways. Yes, and I mean, I have watched two episodes, and I'm going to continue watching the the footage of these narrow boats going down these canals, <laughs> where people are zooming past, walking by because <laughs> these boats go about three miles an hour. Yes. That is great, and it is beautiful, and uh, I love the history and everything, but. Yeah, uh, trigger warning. Uh, it, 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 there is a poignancy to it that I did not expect. There, I, I, I love a typical British understatement. They try so hard to downplay the Alzheimer's. Oh, it's very, very violent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I guess is the way to do it. I, I, you I know. suppose, but by season three, it, it is getting worse. <laughs> yeah, but and it, I just... guess they switch hosts at some time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden we'll have oh, who, who's that guy who showed up in the last season of the Love Boat? Oh, I don't know. It'll be a uh... oh, who's the. Who's the sitcom killer? Ted McGindley? Yes, that that's him? His, that's him. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. <laughs> He'll show up or Noel Fielding <laughs> his partner will be there. I don't know, but cousin Oliver comes in. All all of this to say, I I'm I'm very glad that y'all have watched Get Back, but it is it is not high on my queue. Yeah. I thought that I was I don't know about you all. I thought that I was listening to a different show this week. 
because our hosts were talking about Beck and Eminem. Yeah. And <laughs> that's 20 years past the most recent reference that we've ever heard on this show. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, and it was funny because I, uh, I have a newsletter and I just wrote a short essay about Beck on it and uh you know both offered qualified praise and i liked uh, josh's pithy uh dismissal of beck like we expected a lot more from him <laughs> which was pretty uh pretty brutal but not wrong i don't know i, don't know. I mean i haven't listened to his album Sea Change, which you know was what his eighth or ninth album, I think might be his best. I thought I thought that was pretty brilliant. Um, mutation. I think, I think, uh, if you look back at it, I think Beck has delivered a really solid body of work that's that's up there. I, I lean towards his more hip hoppy stuff, um, or hip poppy stuff. Because yeah. uh, that that calls to me a little bit more, uh, and uh, there's a couple of songs that uh, that have a little uh, Mexican influence that I like, like uh, "Hell Yes" and "Gil uh, Nuevo," which is one of one of my favorites. Oh, um, "Sissy Neck," "Sissy Neck" is taken directly from a, a mariachi tune, the melody, yes. the horn section. Yeah. Here's all the Beck that I know. Once again, I'm throwing a wet blanket on this. I, I know Odelay. I know Sea Change. I'm I'm with you. I enjoyed Sea Change very much. And then I know his Hanukkah classic, The Little Drum Machine Boy. Uh, <laughs> I should give him a fair shot. I suppose. I I was surprised that, that they said that uh, that Beck peaked with Odelay. Um, even even as a casual listener, I, I thought that was a little a little hasty. Yeah, I uh, yeah. There's there's a few others in there. There, uh, I think Midnight Vultures is is super awesome. It's a yeah, it's a great fun dumb album. So so um, I'm never listening to Font Spiral again. That's what I'm saying. Yep, canceled. Yep. So. <laughs> And this was a line that was crossed. <laughs> and, and by not listen, you mean zone out driving while listening every week. Yeah, I and the, the, this, this show really. Spiral. Go ahead. Thought, Thought Spiral is the podcast I don't really zone out on. I don't know why, but. Uh, most other podcasts, I'll start getting away, like either a fake interview or just I'll go on my own thought spiral. But uh, but this one holds my attention, I guess, because it's your natural reaction because Andy is going everywhere. So my mind is too busy trying to follow him. You got to you got to keep your uh, processing power up or uh, you'll miss the thread. Exactly. You'll miss a good uh, Josh bomb. I I make frequent use of the 15 second rewind because I'm like, Uh, where where did this train of thought come from? (laughs) (laughs) 
And also between you and me and you, I make frequent use of the 15 second skip ahead function. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that so Esai. Yes. You have listened to Not Spiral and you have heard us be mean about the break. We're not mean. Well, you have you have heard us uh, say we're not the biggest fan. What what do you think of the the break between the two sessions? Well, um, it, uh, I'm not the biggest fan either, and I'm sorry, Josh, because I know he's listening. Oh, he but, oh uh, <laughs> religiously. Right, right. He's listening to it on half speed. But uh, <laughs> we, he wants to he wants to get every syllable. Uh, I, I I also have to admit I do skip over most of the songs, especially now because I've listened to most of them. I've heard them yes. all, yeah. uh, and uh, I have to say the songs by Andy are really rather good, and I didn't expect that. Yeah. Uh, I still think that Andy being in a band in the 70s called Transfusion is so funny. I'm, so I'm going to bite my tongue. It's so... About that name. Yeah. I mean, it's changed uh, context now, but boy, it, it was, uh, yeah, it was strong. Um, yeah, I mean... I'm I'm sure Josh isn't surprised. I mean, and that may, brings to mind. Let, I want to talk about the the one moment that really stuck out for me in this uh, test show, and that was when Josh said he would not be a listener of Thought Spiral. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember where he said it. Do you remember, Isai? I don't, but I do recall him saying it. Um, yeah. I think it had to do with a question, somebody's question. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, uh, it, it was a, a real Josh sentiment. But, you know, I, I'm trying to see it from Andy's perspective. Would, would Andy take offense to that? Or what do you think? Hmm. Well, to be honest, uh, uh, does Andy listen to Thought Spiral? <laughs> now? We, we yeah. have proof of him having listened to one episode. He did admit that he listened to one episode. 276 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. He got, he, we, got, we got one from him. So, uh, no, I don't think he would be offended yeah. by that, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I have to say, once you've participated in something and edited it and put it out you're pretty sick of it at that point yeah. it's very on brand for josh <laughs> it is very on brand I, I i think he would he would second guess his edits i think he would say oh we should have taken this out or why did i not leave that in uh, in the same way that josh can't enjoy watching any documentary yeah. Plus, uh, having to uh, ask Andy to come back for ADR on Saturdays. <laughs> um, and, and by the way, I'm available. Let me know when you're ready to do the ADR for this show. Uh, let's do it. 
Uh, I'm not even ready for a 79 off. <laughs> okay, I have a question. How in the world is it that I know more about Judaism than Andy? I mean, that... Josh was explaining uh, the High Holy Days like it was to a, a small child. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, especially because we know Andy has, you know, it seems like the bar mitzvah really sets up a, a in bat mitzvah sets up a person to to know quite a bit about about the religion, and uh, yeah, I I can't answer that. Everything I learned about uh, Judaism, I learned from listening to the Howard Stern show. So um, everything comes filtered through there. Well, I think having Josh patiently tell you what it is it's probably the better way to, to ascertain what judaism is but i i, uh, I did love the line about uh, the jewish ch uh being conflated with snoring <laughs> that was a solid that was one. a very good one it got yeah. me I'm, i lol'd out loud in real life yes so did I. i'm so glad that i'm self-employed now and i don't listen and a group setting yes i was hit by a wave of nostalgia as i usually am by this show when they mentioned the whitman sampler because i don't think kids today realize the magic of the old whitman sampler i i don't think we ever had whitman's samplers here. it was a big deal of christmas for us now, did the sampler have like the the written out the the diagram of? Yes, the, it, uh, it, it, okay. it was a diagram, kind of like kind of like when you have Sergeant Pepper with the outlines of everyone in a number. Uh huh. Yeah, and so you can tell, kind of tell ahead of time what everything is, and, you know, in, in a in a family as large as ours, it was kind of a draft. So I usually ended up with something orange, but there was there was there was a charm about it, and apparently a Whitman sampler is just a, a bag of goo now. We had C's, we had C's candies, uh, and uh, I always got to it by the time everybody stuck their finger from the bottom and and uh, or half eaten. But uh, my favorite were whichever one had nougat. Mm. I liked uh, the toffees of those uh, samplers and uh, trying to avoid coconut like anything. Gross. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. I thought you would be a big coconut person. You don't know me, Dan. Speaking of, <laughs> have either of you seen the music video to Nielsen's Coconut? No. It is the most disturbing thing you will ever see. It's basically two guys in a gorilla suit, or two guys in gorilla suits, uh, hitting sticks with rocks. Very 2001. Yes. <laughs> there had always been this kind of uh, cultural insensitivity behind Coconut. And I'd always thought, oh, maybe that's, maybe I'm reading something into it here that's not really here. <laughs> and then these guys dress up as and I'm like, this is kind of weird. 
Well, it's probably more of a, a, a farce, a Gary Larson far side uh, uh, thing than uh, something uh, deeper. Well, let, let's go with that. Yeah. Give peace a chance. Give peace a chance. Why do I have Muppets slash Marshall Tucker written down? I have no idea what that means. Because there was a question uh, about someone saying phenomenon reminds them of the Muppets. Yeah. Uh, And Andy said, oh, the Marshall Tucker band. I mean the Muppets. (laughs) Thank you. And uh, (laughs) and that was some yeah, choice, Andy. That's why I keep coming back. These I, I knew there had to be some ridiculous reason <laughs> I had written. And I thank you for uh, writing that down and reminding me. Do you guys know the origin of the Monomala song? No, I do not. Okay, you two talk amongst yourselves. I'm pulling up Wikipedia because I want to get this right. Well, what it reminds me of is uh, what in the late. 90s during the Travolta, Travolta resurgence. He had a movie called Phenomenon, and all I can think of was that song. Yes, me too. Yeah, that uh, Travolta resurgence was so strong. That movie made money. You remember it? It, it did. And my, remember yeah. Michael? Michael made money. Michael made money. I think it, it's his uh, resurgence started to recede with a civil action. Hey, that's a good water policy movie. And we see with this hairline. It's not a bad movie, but it didn't make money. Okay, okay. Mana Mana is a song from the Swedish movie Heaven and Hell, 1968, Luigi Scatini. The film is made up of nine segments focused on different aspects of sexuality in Sweden, such as lesbian nightclubs, porn films, the swinging lifestyle of married couples, and the sex education of teenagers. The film also examines drug addiction, alcoholism, and suicides in Sweden. Jeez. Well, so it's uh, from a, a Swedish porn? Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, I, I think I mentioned that Fridays is when my wife calls me Wampus. Uh, Saturdays is Menomino Night. Exactly. That's the weirdest appropriation besides the people's court theme. Uh, came from a porn movie. Really? Oh my goodness. And uh, that uh, I discovered um, on uh, on Sunday rent a porn night. <laughs> and uh, th- this was in the 90s. And uh, we both stopped and said, hey, that's the people's court theme. Okay. Uh, well, I'm glad you stopped. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't continue <laughs> with the people's court theme. Uh, I think it was uh, Barbara Broadcast, which is a pretty well-known one. So that Jack later became a movie with Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> what? Wait, I don't get that reference. It, it's that Celine Dion song movie. Oh. Because you loved me. What was that called? I think it was called a civil action. Oh. <laughs> um. So Andy's, I, I am rooting for the New York Mets because I don't want to hear 
poor Andy agonize about the Mets. I, well, we're I, going to hear him agonize about it this next coming week because they got swept by the Braves. Oh, and have um, been delegated to wild card status. Okay, and uh, I'll brace myself. Um, maybe I can commiserate because uh, the the sports team Dan and I follow aren't doing so hot themselves. So not so good, not so good. But um, they lost in such a spectacular fashion. It's almost funny. So if uh, who's that? If it had been a close game, it would have kind of hurt, but it was kind of relaxing. Yeah. Isai, uh, do you follow any sports teams? I do not. I'm I'm a a nerd. Uh, The sports talk goes over my head. Um, uh, When do we talk about comics? Uh, Right now. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just playing. But yeah, it's something. uh, The only thing I'm into is uh, Lakers. That's it. If they're out, I'm out. Fair enough. Well, it must be relaxing the last few years for you. It had been a rebuilding decade. Yeah. Cool. Until 2000. Hey, Dan. Yes, Walt. Did, did you get any questions? I did. All right. Let's hear them. Well, first of all, you two need to sing the question song. Oh, uh, we'll get a copyright strike from the Letterman show because I'll do the same thing as Andy does. Letters. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we can't. That's all I think of. Yep. Joey asks, "What's the best song?" Ooh. Now, does does etiquette have us have our guest answer first, or does etiquette call for us to let the guest think about this and come up with an answer after us? I think we should uh, let Isai go first. All right. What's the best song right now? It's the best song right now, is how I answer it. And it would be the Beatles, two of us, from the anthology series, not the original. Uh-huh. Which also should be, you, you called me out, in fact, uh, Dan, uh, what should be the uh, song for uh, Not Spiral? And it would be two of us, because it's two of you guys. Oh, well, that's very sweet. We just got to come up with some parody lyrics. I could, uh, yeah, I could do that. I got a job now. Um, oh, we got it. Oh, mm, okay. All so, right, Wampus, you're up. That's all. Well, I'm going to follow Esai's right now and uh, think, say a recent one. And uh, Panda Bear and Sonic Boom, uh, Panda Bear from Animal Collective and Sonic Boom from Spaceman 3, they had. They just put out a uh, an album together, and the song "Go On." It's really, really good. Check it. Say what it is again. Uh, Panda Bear and Sonic Boom, and the name of the song is "Go On." Got it. Adding it to my list. It's uh, yeah. It's Panda Bear does this kind of real uh, Brian Wilson style vocals mm-hmm. and. Uh, the instrumentation is really good. Good deal. Pretty, pretty stuff. What about you, Dan? All right, I'll continue the, the thread and go with something recent. Uh, I'm going to go with 1972, uh, Towns Van Zandt's Poncho and Lefty. Just the perfect song. It is. And as I've said before, Poncho is Lefty. 
Oh my Lord. And I will I will stand my ground on that. Wow. Poncho faked his death and is now living in Ohio. Okay. Under wrong, the name Lefty. Wrong but intriguing. Uh, now, what was the song again? I, I need to get that one. Poncho and Lefty. Uh, it's by Towns Van Zant. Uh, I think Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson did the cover that most people have heard. But try to find the original. Because I'll have to look it up. I've, I've never heard of it. It's uh, pretty sad. Oh, good. <laughs> Just like I like. Uh, Wolvie asks, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Mine is, because I almost believe it, is that E. Howard Hunt uh, faked he wrote the diary for Arthur Bremer, the uh, would-be assassin of George Wallace, and planted it in his apartment. And if you read the diary, it does uh, it doesn't ring true. It reads like literature. So I believe that one. I've got to go with the fact that a pack of Marlboro cigarettes has several hidden pro Ku Klux Klan messages on it. Another new one for me. Um, I would say, uh, um, what's the book that everybody has? Uh, uh, like the killers who have three names. They always have this particular book. What is the name of that? Uh, Catcher in the Rye? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, anybody who has that, I I will immediately grab it, throw it away. Huh. It'll, it'll make them killers. <laughs> Especially well, if they have three names. Thank you for uh, preventing some crimes. That's, I'm doing that's my great. part. Are you? <laughs> and I, I have a question from yeah. Quentin. He says, if you could visit another life-supporting planet, but also had to stay for a full year, would you? An Earth year? He doesn't specify. Hmm. Off Is there there. internet on this uh, planet? Um, I have given you all the info. You can add conditions if you'd like. Okay. Uh, if there's I... internet, yes, I'm down. Because uh, I mean, I'm I'm just uh, I don't leave the house anyway. So uh, yeah, it'd be it'd be cool with me. I, I've got to I've got to say no to this because there's a big difference between life supporting. And uh, Dan Wade supporting. <laughs> How about a life affirming planet? That's what we need. Oh, that sounds lovely. I'm snapping. I'm, I'm like a beatnik for that one. Um, yeah, along those lines, can we agree that everyone at the end of Wally is dead in a month? No, not at all. Couldn't be sadder than. You know the the first five minutes of up, mm. and no is the answer to that one too. Uh, I'm going to say yes. It's just a year. <laughs> That'd be fine. A year's not as much as it That's, used to be. Is <laughs> it's not. It's nothing. Of course, I'm spending my year in Tulsa. So, <laughs> thought of another year. A foreign place doesn't sound so hot to me. 
Uh, well, here's song parody coming on. To paraphrase a uh, WC Fields joke, you know, first prize gets a weekend in Tulsa. Second prize gets... Wait, wait, no, I screwed it up already. Let me try again. WC Fields said, second prize gets a weekend in Tulsa. Oh, never mind. You can edit it out. No, no, I'm putting that on loop. (laughs) Oh, God. Holly, I was thinking. Uh, first I'm sorry. Prize I, weekend in Tulsa. Second prize, two weekends in Tulsa. That's the joke. I was thinking of a song parody of uh, uh, Folsom Prison, except uh, it's uh, Tulsa Prison. Oh, I can work with that because time does keep dragging on. <laughs> on that note, Wampus, you do realize this show is gone as soon as I'm back home. <laughs> this show is is done. Yeah, as soon as I'm not recording from a hotel room, yeah. If if okay. if it's choice between recording not spiral and watching Great Canal Journeys with my wife, I'm going Great Canal Journeys. Oh, well, we fine have, then. We have a couple of comments from Holly about uh, Rough Draft Two Seventy Five. Okay, she informed me that our mother used to wear wind songs perfume oh and then she wrote to say i wouldn't fly united even for the sweet rolls um it is a bad airline for sure i can't remember the last time it seems like they hired the roughest flight attendants seems like they got they get the bruisers maybe they're just raiders fans yeah, they, they could be. Um, Isai? Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. It was great to talk to you. Uh, same here. Thank you, guys. I yeah. really appreciate it. Uh, uh, thanks for the, the shout out. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll meet again. Yes. And and Wampus, please, please be, be nice to, to our guest. And don't, don't, don't follow your bad hat. 